Okay, then. Ron Wolfley. Ron Wolfley. What is up? <laughs> Witch buster. Extraordinaire. Love that guy. Luke Lipinski. He sounds pretty good. He sounds pretty articulate. Wolf and Luke. 98.7 FM. Arizona's sports station. All right, welcome into the show on a Monday morning. It is Wolf and Luke. We are live from the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. Wolf, we, um, we're officially into the season. I don't know, that was the most positive thing I could think you of know, to say after. But yesterday. I loved your energy right there. Bring the energy, Luke. Bring it. I mean, there's, there's, it, it is football season. It is. <laughs> I don't have to manufacture energy for football season, but I had to manufacture some energy even to just to get to my car and drive home from State Farm Stadium yes. yesterday. That was a rough start to the season, pretty much unanimously across the board for the Arizona Cardinals. And I, there's a lot of different directions to go. We're going to go in a lot of those directions today on the show. We're going to talk to Cliff Kingsbury uh, in the final hour of the show. We're going to talk to Darren Urban and Dave Pash before that, get their thoughts. We're going to talk to you. We're going to take some uh, some some calls from listeners next hour. I know Cardinals fans are not happy based on what I have gathered from them on social media, and I don't blame you because, Wolf, that was... That was awful. And every it was, it was like the Cardinals weren't even there for the yeah. first half. So once again, the heart kicks the crud out of the brain. It does every time. What you think is no match for how you feel. And how I feel right now, the emotion, the, I just bitterness, <laughs> complete disappointment. And again, listen, losing to the Kansas City Chiefs, if it, that there's there's no fault. We both picked them to lose to that. the Chiefs on Friday. And you and I both picked them to lose. Once again, it was a guess as to what was okay. going to happen. But, okay, but that's, I'm just that's, saying that's, that's where our expectations exa- were going in. Exactly right. Going into that game, to me, I knew the Arizona Cardinals were going to be up against it because the Kansas City Chiefs are a good team. The bitter disappointment came on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball for me personally. To see the Kansas City Chiefs, and I said this on the air when it was happening, to see the Kansas City Chiefs running the ball and running the ball successfully. And when I when I say success, I'm talking about four yards. Four yards is a good run when you're running it in rundown situation. First and ten, second and one to six. They were ripping it off even better than that. They averaged four point seven yards exactly a carry for the exactly right. Game. Exactly right. There were the, the Kansas City Chiefs were able to run the ball, and when the Chiefs were able to run the ball, their entire playbook opened up to them. That's, Everything yeah. was at Patrick Mahomes' disposal, and you knew the handwriting was on the wall. That that might be. The most frustrating thing to me was how predictable this was. I mean, I'm waiting for the Cardinals. The, the first half of last season, were they supposed to beat Tennessee? No. And they went out there and handled them. Were they supposed to beat the Rams in early October yeah. in L.A.? No. And that, those were pleasant surprises, and that's how you got to 7-0 and you got to 10-2. and Since then, they are, since since they were 10-2, and they're 1-6 and now. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, yesterday was a game you probably weren't, quote, supposed to win. Most teams would have lost to the Chiefs yesterday other than maybe Buffalo. And that's why I say what we what we picked on Friday was a, 
you and I both picked close losses to the Chiefs because I figured the Cardinals would score. And so to go out there and to just get handled and the defense to not, the defense looked like they hadn't added anybody in the offseason and they hadn't played much in the preseason and they were playing against the Chiefs. And the problem, Wolf, is that's all three things people were worried about going into the game. That's why it was it was predictable in a bad way. Yeah, and of course, they did have some guys that uh, were not playing, but uh, listen, I, I don't even want to cloud the situation by talking about J.J. Watt, cloud the situation, Antonio Hamilton, cloud the situation of losing the, the tragedy of Jeff Gladney. I, I don't even want to talk about stuff like this. The guys that were on the field are capable. So why were they incapable? That's what I want to know. They did not play well. Every player on the line of scrimmage in particular, it's it's amazing. We talk about Patrick Mahomes and all the talent with the Kansas City Chiefs at the skill position. We talk about Kyler Murray and all the talent of Kyler Murray and all the skill the Arizona Cardinals have. And they do have a, a lot of skill at the skill position. And yet it was the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball that was my biggest disappointment and it's not even close because the Cardinals couldn't run the ball and Kyler Murray was under duress let's put it that way um from the very get when you brought this up last week you said if if the Cardinals can't stop the run it's going to get ugly because then Mahomes can do whatever he wants and I thought going into this game I thought the Cardinals to be able to hang in it I thought they'd win the running game battle and that's that's where I thought the Cardinals had the edge on both sides. The Chiefs don't just run that very much. The Chiefs and, are not a good rush no. defense either. And, and they that's invite the you to run the ball. And now the problem is when you get down quickly the way the Cardinals did, you're more inclined to abandon the run. And I, maybe we saw a little bit of that yesterday. And that's that is the Chiefs' run defense, right? To get up on you by 14 or 21 or whatever, and then you just don't run as much. That's typically the Chiefs' run defense. But the second the Chiefs came out and ran all over the Cardinals, and the Cardinals really couldn't get going. And Wolf, you and I were talking about this before the show. The Chiefs running out the clock at the end with Isaiah Pacheco, and he was just running right through the Cardinals' yes. defense. That was just irritating. The game was over, but that was just like, that was like, what is happening here? Yes, no, it was. It was, again, the biggest disappointment easily to watch that was the line of scrimmage, and that's where every guy is going to have to bone up. Every guy is going to have to watch the tape. Um, you know me. Um, listen, I, I refuse to be concerned over one game in week one of the National Football League, but can I tell tell you right now, based on what I saw, I am concerned. It's worrisome. And you it's know. because of how last year ended, yep. how it finished. That was the most disconcerting part about what I saw yesterday. And Dave Pash and I were talking about this. It's not like I just made this up. Um, I know a lot of people are talking about this this morning, but it looked like how they finished last year, yeah. and that was disconcerting. That, that's where the Cardinals have been good the last couple of years is at the start of the season, and they just except didn't. I thought Kyler actually played okay. Yeah, Kyler was fine. I mean, I don't think there's anything one player could have done. You know, it would have been nice if he could have dragged them back into the game, but I don't know what else. It wouldn't have mattered. I mean, he just he wasn't getting help from pretty much the entire rest of the team. You gotta, you know, next week isn't a must win. We'll get into this obviously throughout the week, but. You're in a position here where you've got to look a lot better next week or you're going to be in real trouble this season because you know, there were times in that game, Wolf, 
where it looked like Kansas City knew what the Cardinals were going to do, or they had figured them out, or the Rams or the league had figured them out. The Rams last year, whatever it was, and I just I expected more from the Cardinals in how they looked in the game yesterday. The defense, to me, that's that's the most worrisome part because their defense just might have holes in it, and a good team like the Chiefs is going to expose it. Well, the Rams are a good team. They play a lot of good teams this season, and and yesterday. Yesterday just did nothing to alleviate any concern you would have about the Cardinals. No, no, I'm with you on that one. Listen, we're going to be talking about this for four hours, of course. A bitter, bitter pill to swallow. Watching the Arizona Cardinals play at home once again. Do you realize, Luke, they have not won a home game at State Farm Stadium since October 24th. Dave Pash said that on the air last night. I could not comprehend that, and yet he He's right. October 24th was the last time of last year they won a home game in this stadium. They got to clean that up. They got to fix it. No, it's it's scary when you start to combine those numbers. And it is just one game. It's one game with this year's team. I get that. But now to be one and seven in your last one and six rather in your last seven games dating back to December 5th, like you said, to only to, to not have won that home game since October 24th against Houston. And ever since that Green Bay game on Thursday, night football, right? So starting with that game, they're 4-8. and eight. And, and their wins were, you know, San Francisco, that was a nice win. Seattle, Chicago, you know, Dallas on January 2nd. There's, there hasn't been a signature win since that Green Bay game. That, that was almost, you know, that's 11 months ago now. And, and this team is too talented on offense. I know Cardinals fans are probably frustrated and laughing when I say that. They're too talented on offense to be out of a game at halftime. Mm-hmm. That should never right. happen. Even if you're not going to win the game, it should always be like, okay, yeah, the Chiefs have 23 points, but the Cardinals have 20. And maybe they won't be able to stop Kansas City and they're going lose this game yes. 41 to 35 or whatever they should not ever be out of a game at halftime the way they were <laughs> against the Rams in the playoffs and then obviously again uh, yesterday coming up next what led to the Cardinals 44 21 defeat at the hands of the Chiefs we're going to take you through the biggest plays in Big Red Reacts next it's the Wolf and Luke show on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station <laughs> Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, Wolf, maybe this is one of those days I should just stay off social media. But I just saw Warren Sharp tweet out, the Chiefs became the sixth team in NFL history to record 33 or more first downs while being sent to third down just eight or fewer times in that game yesterday. Now, I get that those are kind of arbitrary numbers, but those are the thresholds that sort of describe that. I mean, it felt like the Chiefs, if they had to put up 50 or 60, could have. It just felt like they could have scored whatever they needed to. Could have been a lot worse than what the score was. Which is (laughs) not saying much with the way that game went. I, I was I was half joking when we did the uh, crosstalk with Bickley and Murata when they were like, can you find anything positive? The positive is that it's one out of 17 games and you have to think next week will be better, but there are a lot of reasons for concern to think even better won't be good enough and we'll get into all that obviously, but right now let's look back on yesterday's game once and for all with Big Red Reacts. Wolf and Luke. Big Red Reacts. Reaction to yesterday's Cardinals game. Brought to you by Wicopa Casino Resort, where world-class action meets Ford Diamond Splendor. Mahomes 
Houston shotgun has the football. Looking to the left, throws a fade left side for Kelsey in the end zone, and it is caught for a touchdown. Travis Kelsey with Isaiah Simmons covering, pulls it in. Third and one, he's going to throw here. Instead, he gets hit, and he's stacked at the 25-yard line. Legereus Sneed, a corner, was coming backside to the right of Kyler Murray. He was untouched, and Kyler never saw him. So it's a sack, a negative play, loss of seven, fourth down. First and goal on the three. He takes the snap. Underhand pitch is caught by Edwards Alaire at the one, and he simply walks into the end zone for a touchdown. Great design, great execution. The Chiefs already look like a Super Bowl contender. Takes the snap. Hands off James Conner up the middle. Grabbed at the one, but powers his way into the end zone for the touchdown. Right through the arms of Nick Bolton. James Conner just too powerful. And the Cardinals get on the board for the first time in 2022. Mahomes waiting. Shotgun snap. Three-step drop. Mahomes fires right side. Caught Edwards Alaire. And he walks in for the touchdown. The Cardinals made a big mistake. Nobody covered the back. Edwards Alaire. An easy six for the Chiefs. Shotgun snap. Mahomes drops back to throw. And he zings it over the middle complete. 30-yard line. Fumble. Smith Schuster fumbled it. Recovered by Byron Murphy at the 42-yard line. 54-yard try for Butker, who's injured. Seven seconds to go in the half. Snap, spot. The kick is up. The kick has plenty of leg. And the kick is good. Empty set. Now they shift. Benjamin is lined up in the slot to the left. Two other receivers to his left. Murray back to throw. Pressure off the edge. Murray in trouble. Backs up. Now pumps. Steps up. And sacked by Carlos Dunlap at the 27-yard line. Takes the snap. Mahomes back to throw. Pumps. Flips it left corner of the end zone. And a diving catch for a touchdown by Fortson. That's the fourth touchdown pass for Patrick Mahomes. Snap, quick throw to the left side to Hardman, and he's got the ball in his arms. It's a touchdown. He caught it on the goal line, got hit by Byron Murphy, but at that point, he had already crossed. It's a touchdown. Chiefs come after Murray. Back to throw, backpedaling, lobs, left corner of the end zone, a diving attempt by Hollywood Brown, and he's got it for a touchdown. Snap to Murray, throws over the middle to Ertz, caught it for two points. Good throw, and Zach Ertz back in the end zone. Hands it off to Pacheco up the middle, and He's into the end zone easily for the touchdown. Again, not much resistance there defensively. Trips left on third down and five. Murray back to pass. Throws left side. It's caught. And into the end zone for the touchdown. Zach Ertz. And a snap at McSorley with three seconds left. Drops back to throw. Steps up. Being chased. Hit. Sacked. At the 45-yard line. A fitting end to this week one loss for the Cardinals. 44 to 21 Kansas City and it felt a lot worse than that. Yep, Dave Pash summed it up right there. 44-21. If you didn't watch the game, if you are just an NFL fan of another team and you saw the score, you probably think, ah, the Chiefs are rolling again. You don't think anything else of it, Wolf. But obviously here in the Valley, we're looking and saying 44-21. And it did feel worse than that. And, mm-hmm. you know, you hear in that that montage right there the sequence of events at the end of the first half where Dennis Gardeck forces the fumble, Byron Murphy gets it. That was it. And, and you know, in the moment, I thought to myself, okay, fourth down, 
were up in the press box. It's like, if you kick the field goal here, you're actually still in a game going into halftime that you probably shouldn't be in, and you get the ball to start the second half. But about two minutes into the second half, I was like, you know, it wouldn't have mattered. And all I could think was what you said earlier. You know, you're not going to beat the Chiefs kicking field goals anyway. I'm guessing that was Cliff's logic. Yeah. But... Then Harrison Butker, who's hurt, comes out and just drills a 54-yarder. <laughs> he, yeah. he couldn't even kick extra points, but he said, oh, yeah, I can hit I this 54-yarder. Yeah, don't get me started on his backup, too. The most athletic kicker I've ever seen. <laughs> Unbelievable the job that dude did. Listen, um, the, the strip fumble from Dennis Gardak right before the half, that, to me, was the turning point in this game. And when you talk about the turning point and lose by 23 points when you could have lost by 40 as well, it's it's kind of rings hollow but that to me when when the Arizona Cardinals went ahead and they got that fumble and now all of a sudden you've got the opportunity to go down and and score some points it was what 58 seconds as a matter of fact that was on the clock they took over it was 20 to 7 Kansas City at mm-hmm. that point in time 20 to 7 they ran three plays and had a fourth and two at the Chiefs 34 with 40 seconds to go they they went for it, which is something that I would have done as well in that situation because it was a 51-yard field goal, and it's not like that's a gimme, number one. I know Matt Prater, you feel really good about him. I do, at least, no doubt about it. But field goals were not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought it was the right decision to do it. The fact that you ran the play, and it was a play that, Clyde Edwards-Alaire actually scored on. The Kansas City Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Alaire scored on the exact same play where you go ahead and run a pick where the running back lines up. You got shotgun going on. He comes across the formation and runs right out into the flat, the running back, of course, and then you pick with your wide receivers. It was wide open for Greg Dortch, who lined up in the backfield, and yet Dortch stumbled. And Kyler came off of Greg Dortch. Even though Dortch regained his balance, Kyler came off him. And you know what? I thought it was a great reaction to Kyler actually coming off him because he looked right at him to throw the ball and saw Greg Dortch and thought Dortch was going down. So he came off him on that and tried to make something else happen. That play... Even though it only it only was three points that the Kansas City Chiefs got after that fourth and two, it felt like it was thirty points yeah. at half. Well, because it wasn't it wasn't just the three points that they caught. It was the three to seven points you didn't get. But I think even more than that, Wolf, that was your first that was your first real positive break in this game was forcing a fumble and recovering it, and and it was also your last real one. So it felt like that was sort of the Cardinals' last chance because if you score there. And it's twenty to fourteen, or even if you just you convert the fourth and then you end up kicking a field goal going into halftime, whatever. And it's twenty to ten, you do get the ball to start the second half. Now, knowing what we know now, that didn't matter. But maybe in that moment, you're thinking, okay, we do have an offense that can move the ball. What if we get it to twenty to ten? What if the preseason? What if not? You know, what if we're just rusty? What if by the second half we get going and we make this game twenty to seventeen? Would it ultimately have mattered? Probably not, because again, the Cardinals' defense didn't even slow the Chiefs down. But there are ways to lose a football game that don't feel like today. You could lose to the Chiefs 35 to 28 or 35 to 24. You know, it'd be a game where you're back in it to start the second half and you 
can lose the way that you lost yesterday that feels like two or three losses. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. And once again, when you see a game like this in the first week of the NFL season, um, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I'm a guy that is always going to say, relax, everybody, relax. Did you look at some of the other scores, by the way, in the NFL? Did you look at week one again in the NFL? Did you look at it? Um, There's a lot of teams out there. Mike Vrabel, that actually lost games. Teams that are going to be good teams. Yet at the same time, that rings hollow when I look at what I saw yesterday from the Arizona Cardinals. And I think every guy hopefully inside that locker room would tell you the exact same thing. You have to tell the truth. I said this at the end of last year when they lost to the Rams in the playoff game and I'll say it again here. The first game of the 2022 season, tell the truth. That's the only chance every player has to get better. Tell the truth about how you played and where you need to improve to win. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. And like I said, we're going to take some listener calls next hour when we come back. Where was that offensive shootout that we were expecting at State Farm Stadium? We're going to look at what happened to the Cardinals offense next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. It is the Wolf and Luke Show. We are out here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. We're going to talk to Cliff Kingsbury later on in the show. And talk to you, the listeners, next hour. Dave Pash going to join us as well. Darren Urban. Get some crosstalk with Burns and Gambo. have a lot of different voices chiming in on the show today, Wolf. So many different angles to take on this game. We finally have some actual 2022 footage of the Arizona Cardinals. And even though we don't like it, we at least have some some solid ground now, some stuff to actually work with, not to speculate from what we might have seen at camp or you know what might happen. But I think Kyler Murray really summed it up at least yesterday, the best, right after the game with this. They kicked, they kicked our ass. Um, I think, you know, key moments of that game, we hurt ourselves. I know I know we hurt ourselves, shot ourselves in the foot in a lot of those moments. Credit to them. Like I said, um, there's no shine away from what happened. But uh, as far as us, you look in the mirror, um, attention to detail, the little things, the little things, the little things. Uh, we did not execute um, in the moments where, um, you know, we, we needed to. And that, that's, that's what happens when you play a good team. Kyler Murray just said it right there. He, you know what? You you got your butt kicked. Everybody got their butt kicked. Kyler Murray got his butt kicked. Everyone on the team got their butt kicked. What are you going to do about it? That's what it comes down to. Of course, the the first the first thing you have to do whenever something like this happens is you have to admit it. You have to. And then you hopefully admit it, look at yourself without the rose-colored glasses on, and then do something about it. That's the only way out. There's one way out of here. There must be some kind of way out of here. Isn't that right, said the Joker to the thief? Which way is that? It's, it's through the door, Mark Truth. 
And Kyler Murray just told the truth. Well, you can't you can't hide from it now. This is that game that's sixty minutes of horrible film on your team. So even coming into the season with the concerns a lot of people had, and I had some of them certainly as well. Did you did you add enough pieces on defense? Did you did you do this? Did you do that? Did you play enough in the preseason? Again, yesterday's game's tough to look at because any one of those things you can say, well, yeah, okay, would one additional player really have made that much of a difference in that game? Would the preseason have made that much of a difference? No, the Chiefs are really, really good. The Chiefs might be the best team in the NFL. If not, they're probably the second best team in the NFL. But you can't hide from the fact now that there's there's no looking at the start of the season and saying, yeah, we didn't add guys, but we did start ten and two last year. Maybe we're already good enough. Or yeah, we didn't we didn't do a whole lot in the preseason, but look how we started last year after not doing a whole lot in the preseason. Everything that got you to this point got you to a 44-21 loss. And the bigger thing that we will obviously look forward to more later in the week is you got a game coming up where you have to win. The Raiders are not the Chiefs, but the problem is nothing yesterday looked like the Cardinals would beat anybody mm. the way they played. Right. You know, it, we brought up Tennessee and the Giants at the end of last segment, Wolf. In a weird way, I'd almost feel better if the Cardinals went out there you know, played okay, lost to a bad team yesterday, as weird as that sounds, because, you know, overall record, you probably need to win over the bad team more than to win over the Chiefs, because at least you would look and say, all right, that maybe is the wake-up call they need. Kyler's talking about a wake-up call. He talked about it after the game. That's fine. That's good. Hopefully it helps. I'm just not sure how awake they can get. I'm worried about the defense. I really am. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting because you are. You're worried about the defense, and I'm worried about the offense. I'm looking at the offense right now. I see all the talent on the offensive side of the ball. I I see a huge commitment, of course, from the organization to the offensive side of the ball in terms of paying players on the offensive side of the ball. The strength of this team, as we all know, is on the offensive side of the ball. That's the reason why. I will continue to look at the offense. The onus was on the offense to come into this game against the Kansas City Chiefs and play well against a defense that has been highly suspect for the Kansas City Chiefs all of last year um, and certainly coming into this year. Some of the young guys they had in their secondary as well. It was suspect to say the least. So the onus to me has always uh, it has always been on the offense and will be going forward. That's the strength of this team. And when the offense goes out and you can't score, you can't move the ball the way that you should be able to move the ball, especially running the ball on the line of scrimmage. Once again, that's that's why I'm disappointed, well, bitterly disappointed. disappointed. That's the best way to put it. The, the defense worries me. The offense was by far the most disappointing side of things because of what you just said. You've invested a ton of resources into the offense. I know you lose a game like that. You close out last season. The GM is always going to get criticism. If you're looking at Steve Kime and you're trying to criticize him, you can criticize the defense and say, okay, why didn't you try and replace Chandler Jones or this or that? You really... What what offensive moves do you look at and say, oh, you should have done this or you should have gone out and gotten this? That offense should put up 28 to 31 points every single week. I don't care who you're playing. Maybe the Rams. I know. I'm with you on that. And once again, this hangs in the air as well. DeAndre Hopkins was not out there, right? I mean, you know, there it is. That... It hangs in the air. It shouldn't hang in the air, but it does. DeAndre Hopkins, this offense without D-Hop looks completely 
different. It can't. It and can't that's something be like that, that we're going to ask Cliff about, and I'm sure Cliff is tired of answering that one. But now that we've got some some fresh tape, it happened yesterday against the Chiefs defense once again that was nowhere close to being a juggernaut last year without D Hop. Man, the offense sputtered again. Well, and the problem with that, of course, is yes, DeAndre Hopkins is coming back in Week Seven. I'm pretty sure he's not going to play forever. Like at some point. DeAndre Hopkins is going to retire, even if it's four years from now. <laughs> you need to have your offense be able to function if they're missing that one guy. It's not like you're missing your quarterback. Cliff, yesterday on the Cardinals radio network, was asked why they couldn't sustain any success beyond that James Conner touchdown drive. I think we just played downhill. Um, felt like we kept getting off schedule the, the rest of the game. And against that defense, that two shell, they play with the good rushers. Um, if you get, get off schedule, it's going to be a long day. And, and that's what it was. I'm sure a component to why this looked so bad yesterday, Wolf, is the fact that the Chiefs can just, they jumped on him. You know, it was everything I worried about last week. The Chiefs played in the preseason. The Cardinals didn't. So the Chiefs come out and they get up 14 nothing, And all of a sudden, if you're the Cardinals, it's easy to get away from your game. And all and it just snowballs and snowballs. And the Chiefs aren't going to let up, obviously. I, in fact, actually, I kind of think they did in the fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes, if you believe the, the, the stories that he had extra motivation coming into that game because he was sick of hearing how he can't win without Tyreek Hill. It was just, it was not a good recipe for success yesterday at all. Suck buttermilk. Yeah, that's that's the uh, probably the easier way to say it right there, actually. Uh, all right, text fan, the 620-620 for your chance to become the Redbird Farms chicken fan of the game. One lucky winner is going to win two tickets to an upcoming Arizona Cardinals home game and be featured on the Jumbotron. So text fan, the 620-620. We come back, what did Dave Pash think of the Cardinals' performance against the Chiefs? We're going to ask the voice of the Cardinals. He'll join us next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Love you, bro. Love you. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. We're out here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. Cardinals 0-1 after that loss to the Chiefs yesterday. I don't think that... Does the storylines of that game justice, though, Wolf? You can lose to the Chiefs. I think most teams would have lost to the Chiefs. It's how they lost to the Chiefs. And the guy that, uh, of course, called the game for the Cardinals with you, Wolf, yesterday is Dave Pash. He joins us on the Arizona Sports Line right now. Uh, Dave, thank you for the time. How are you doing today? I'm good. What's going on, guys? Uh, you know, just well, I'm glad you're good, David. <laughs> We're just well, kind relatively of speaking. Yeah. Um, all right, Dave. Just what was your initial reaction when you took the headset off and the game was over yesterday? What was the first thought or two that popped into your mind? Well, Luke, if we take the game out of context, it's very easy to say it's one game. The Cardinals were banged up. There's 16 more. Don't worry about this. They'll get it fixed. But it would be silly and irresponsible to take it out of context. I think I just couldn't fight the feeling that this felt like week 19, so to speak, of 2021, meaning just a continuation from last year, just another week in last season where the offense struggles to move the ball and defensively giving up chunk plays, points, 
guys looking lost. Um, it uh, it was really frustrating. I you and I, Wolf, were talking before the game, and in full disclosure, we did not think the Cardinals were going to win because Kansas City's a great team. They have had all this time to stew about what happened in the playoffs. You knew Patrick Mahomes would play well, also playing against Cliff. I mean, I we, we thought Kansas City would come out guns blazing. We just expected it to be a fair fight, and it wasn't. So did you think anybody, let's go to the positive, was there anybody that you thought played okay? I'm sure there was, Wolf. Uh, Kyler, I think, took some steps uh, mm-hmm. from, you know, he didn't play perfect. You'd love for him to see that blitz, uh, you know, early in the game on third down. I'd love to know from Cliff and the coaching staff that he make the right decision to, to go off of Greg Dortch there when he saw him stumble. Um, you know, just I, I wasn't watching him every single time he went to the sideline, but it did look like he was vocal and talking to guys. I think ultimately, regardless of how yesterday went, who played well, and whether there's bright spots or not, it comes down now to leadership, accountability, the veterans on the team, uh, you know, deciding, okay, this is inexcusable. This isn't happening again. And how will we know that that happened? I think if they play better. Doesn't mean they're going to win, doesn't mean they're going to be a playoff team. We don't know any of that right now. We, we can't say right. or predict what, what's going to happen. But we can tell if there's more of a fight and urgency. And we, we can also tell if there isn't. And that would be discouraging if that ends up being the case uh, this Sunday. Talking to Dave Pash, uh, Dave, one of the things, probably the thing that, that concerns me the most coming out of the game yesterday was just the defense, and I know it was against Patrick Mahomes, but all the worries you might have had about the Cardinals' defense not having a pass rush or not having enough depth in the secondary, maybe just not adding enough pieces, that all came to fruition, and it is just one game, but how concerned are you about the defense for this team being able to slow down most opponents? Well, if we take just this game as a snapshot of whether or not the players that they have invested in through the draft, which still ultimately is is how you win, although the Rams might say otherwise, uh, they won by trading for you know players like Matthew Stafford, um, but they also drafted Aaron Donald. <laughs> um, guys that you're expecting, Zach Allen, Rashard Lawrence, Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, Byron Murphy, players that you drafted in the first few rounds that you are expecting to take the next step. If we just take yesterday as a snapshot, it's hard to say that you saw that. And, you know, at some point, you you, you can't go out. I mean, could they have done more? Yes. Um, But again, you're drafting these guys and expecting them to grow and mature and develop and make plays. They didn't yesterday. It doesn't mean they won't, but it's not what you're hoping for in terms of wanting to see a major step for a lot of those guys, in particular your two first-round picks. I mean, yes, David Collins had a couple tackles for a loss. And, again, I'm watching the ball. You know, as the game's going on, I'm not watching everything like Wolf is, but just what I'm seeing, I also saw him out of position a couple times. Saw him miss tackles a couple times. Uh, Saw him... um, you know, turn his shoulder again a couple times into guys. It looked like more of the same, which is frustrating. 
David, what do you think needs to be fixed before next week? And I know there's a lot you could go to. There's a lot of things you could talk about. But could you prioritize for me if, in fact, is it pass protection? Is it run blocking? What what exactly is it that you would like to see? If you had to pick one thing, and I know it's unfair, but what would that one thing be? Yeah, I think, Wolf, with uh, you know, the assumption that you're going to be healthier next week. Um, you know, until the game was out of hand, and you and I were even saying Kyler Murray seems to be playing well, they had seven points. Yeah. Until really, you know, the game at that point didn't matter anymore. It was over. Uh, I think, was it 37-7 or something like that at that point? Um so I think it starts up front with with the run game, um, yeah. and I bet if you ask the offensive lineman, they'd say the same thing. Uh, so what is that? Is that you know Sean Harlow and Rodney Hudson not having really much time together, and they're having to block Chris Jones? Uh, is that you know the scheme and the run the run blocking schemes? I, I have no idea. But if they can't run the ball better. Then it's it's hard to imagine offensively them reaching their potential. That's why I say, you know, you, you've if your veterans can somehow this again Super Bowl teams leadership accountability uh, saying we're not going to take this anymore and we're going to figure this out. Um, it's more than just X's and O's, right? It's mm-hmm. it's more than blocking and tackling and all the cliches about we got to do this better and that better. Um, this, to me, comes down to we're not going to take this anymore. We're not going down this road again. Yeah. And I think we're going to find that out, whether that happened on Sunday. Yeah, we're talking to Dave Pash. That sort of leads into my, my next question for you, Dave. I mean, you, you as a team... As a team, I guess you have to look at it as it's one loss. You can't let it bury you. But let's all be aware of the schedule, too. You've got Vegas coming up. That's not an easy game. If they go out there and play this way against Vegas, they're not going to win that game. And then you've got the Rams coming to town. So this really is a moment very early in the season where leadership is going to have to take over. Well, they, they play like that on Sunday. They're, they're, I mean, they'd be lucky to win a handful of games all year. Um, I don't expect that. I, I expect them to play better. I still think that this team will be a playoff team. Uh, what do I have in terms of evidence to back that up? Uh, well, since the early part of last year, I'll be honest, not a whole lot. Uh, but I, I do still believe in the coaching staff and, and the players. I think they do have a good roster. I think they have a good staff. Uh, I think they have a good plan. I, I still feel like they're going to turn it around. But, you know, again, I I think we're going to know. We're going to know this week. We're going to go next week whether this is just an extension of last year. And if that's the case, if, A, we aren't seeing the leadership, the accountability, and, B, we're not seeing uh, the growth of some of the young players the Cardinals have drafted that they're counting on, it's really hard to say that, okay, they're going to figure it out. Um, but, look, it's still – it is still week one. There are other teams. The Rams look like a disaster on Thursday night. I watched that whole game. There are other teams yesterday that are supposed to be good that did not play well at all. So Green Bay, for example. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that road of saying that uh, they can't fix it. But to your point, Luke, I mean you got to do it soon. The schedule is very difficult the next month. Dave Pass, we Thank always you, appreciate David. your time, man. Thank you. 
Yep, you got it, guys. Okay, yep. brother. That's Dave Pash, of course, the voice of your Arizona Cardinals, joining us there on the Arizona Sports Line. And uh, that last thing he said right there, Wolf, is is uh, it's one of the biggest. You have to not let this snowball now going forward. As much as fans, media, just people watching the team, it's easy to look and say, okay, wow, here we go. Like This looks like the end of last year. If you're in that locker room, you cannot let that happen. And he's right. There's a lot of teams that were supposed to be good this season that will be that didn't look good at all yesterday. Green Bay couldn't move the ball at all against Minnesota. Green Bay couldn't move the ball at all against New Orleans in week one last year, and then all of a sudden they were good. But it's not just going to happen for you. You actually have to go do it. We come back. It's one loss, but what is your level of concern now going forward? We'll get deeper into that next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station.